Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby. Alex is in Las Vegas this week. And so this is Chris, the executive producer of the podcast. And I have the team from Pure Marketing Agency here with me today. I got Brett Culver over there. Brett, how you doing? I'm all right. I got Logan, Logan Ingram. Hey, how you doing, Chris? And I got Spencer Kemp. What's going on, man? Living the dream. Living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most folks we've had on the podcast in one room at one time. So it's pretty fun. Um, But yeah, Alex is out of town. He's uh, out on some business. And so we're taking over for the day. Uh, We're going to be talking about um, bringing the team together Mm -hmm. and uh, bringing together different skill sets and how that can... uh, uh, help you grow a business through, uh, through marketing, specifically, uh, digital marketing. So, um, yeah, so we're going to start with Brett, man, Brett, how are you? Like I said, I'm all right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Not much has changed in the last 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Brett, fill us in on, uh, on how you got here. You've had, you know, some travel and stuff going on. So, well, uh, I DM'd Alex on Instagram. Well, I DM'd a client of Alex's, one of the disc golf guys. I took a picture of him at a disc golf tournament and luckily I found Alex in the DMs. So I slid in the DMs and made it out. Slid in the DMs. So So you're actually, so you're here from, you just moved here from uh, Franklin, Tennessee, which is just south of Nashville. Just south of Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have a background in video and photography and and video. Yeah. Um, so you and you worked in uh, you worked in churches and doing media. And I've worked in two different churches and I own my own photography business. Yeah, now you did some like music video production and that kind of stuff as much as I could. I was in Music City for a little while, so yeah, I did a little bit. That's what you got to do up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool stuff though. Um, and then Logan, you have a bachelor's degree from University of South Carolina, mm-hmm. right? If you go back a few episodes, uh, Logan was on the podcast talking about social media marketing. Um, but for those who didn't listen in, fill us in again about kind of where you came from and how you landed here at Pure Marketing. Well, well um, I went into college with a major, majoring in theater um, because that's all I did through high school and middle school. Um, and I realized when I got into that environment, those types of people, I really wasn't able to connect with that well. Um, it was a very egotistical environment, which I, I didn't like at all. So I went to my advisor. I took the little test that they give you to determine what major you'd best fit in. And she was like, well, it looks like you would best fit in marketing, but you would lose a semester just applying to get into the college of marketing because it's within the business school at the University of South Carolina. But she said, well, marketing and advertising overlap at USC. So we'll put you in advertising and got in there. I took my very first class, automatically loved it. We were just learning the basics. It was it was advertising 101 where we didn't do any any sort of creative projects. It was just learning the 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 terminology of of advertising really and I I immediately was turned on by that and so I I finished out my degree uh with a major in advertising. I kept my minor in theater just because I had put so much effort and, and time into it. So I those credits transferred over 
um, to the minor. So I kept that. Graduated, did landscaping over the summer while I was looking for a career. Uh, and that landscaping was, as you may know, trifecta landscaping. Uh, I stayed on through the entire summer. Alex told me he's starting a marketing company in this fall. I'm like, okay, you got me. I'll stay, finish out the season, and then hop on with you guys in Pure when the time comes. Yeah, man. And then we, uh, for, for those in the green industry, we went to GIE and we brought Logan with us. And so he was keeping you all up to date on all the things behind the scenes of shooting the docu-series that we did up there. Um, all the meet and greet stuff we did, hanging out with our friends, Paul Jameson, the Green Industry Podcast. Got to meet Brian Fullerton over there, uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance and a bunch of other cool guys. And so we had a great time. And so Logan was was the brains behind keeping you all up to date with what we were doing. And then we got our buddy Spencer Kemp over here. Spencer, tell us where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, I also go to the University of South Carolina. I'm, I have one class left. I have Let's get my, it done. Let's go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have my degree in marketing already, and I'm in my final management class, um, which is just so thrilling. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm wrapping that up, and I'm working here Very cool. three days a week, and I'm enjoying it, you know? I, I'm kind of the opposite of Logan, actually. So I, I have my degree, or I was, get, I was getting my major in uh, entrepreneurial management, and you have to have a double major. And I really wanted to do advertising, but you have to have a business school major. So I just ended up doing marketing, uh, and I like it a lot. Um, but I definitely uh, envy some of the more creative stuff that they get to do in the advertising school. This, this is a popular, very common question. A lot of people ask, like, what in, in terms of curriculum, what is the difference between marketing and an advertising major? So for me, in advertising, we learned a lot. It was very hands-on with promotion, um, different forms of promotion. Um, like, I, so we actually had a um, an internship technically um, while we were taking a course. So I had I was paired up with like three or four group mates, and we did this nonprofit organization. We did SEO for them. Um, for this, uh, cat, um, what, what is the term for that? Like a cat house, not a cat house, but like an animal shelter. It's an animal shelter specifically for cats, but it was based out of Baton Rouge in, in Louisiana. And we were, um, you know, we had we weekly meetings with them and, and we would just update them on SEO. It was like a Google ad grants type of internship. So it was, it was really hands-on for us, but what was the marketing side like? Yeah. Well, we focused a lot on m like more, uh, taking a product from inception to market. And so there's a lot more numbers involved in marketing than there is in advertising. Uh, at, and at least in my classes and stuff, we didn't really like write copy or write ads or anything like that. It was more about, okay, what are the vessels that we're going to push these ads through? So social media, um, maybe it's like uh, static marketing, like billboards, uh, TV ads, things like that. Yeah, awesome. we talk a lot about like the different, like we kind of boil down the difference between marketing and advertising at Pure being like, marketing is the strategy you're going to use and then advertising is the venue you're going to use that strategy in. So, um, just kind of like defer the two, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun though. Like, you know, we all come from different skill sets doing different things. And so like, uh, I'm like Brett and I are similar in that we both worked in churches doing, uh, media and photography, videography stuff. And then we flex those skills into other ventures would be like freelance video, photo work. Um, and I can work for Alex as a marketing guy. Um, and then Logan's our local funny guy. You're probably the most creative when it comes to being funny. 
like you, Logan has done some pretty, some things that I would never have allowed my, myself to do. I think, I think the funniest one is probably the, uh, the VR lawn, lawn mowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if you don't follow us on TikTok or follow us on Instagram, go check it out in our reels. It's pretty funny. Um, but you were sick with COVID when you did that, didn't you? I was, I was, I was, I was working from home with COVID during that time. And I'm like, well, I, I wasn't really, I was playing catch up with like content for Instagram that week. It was already like a unstructured week for me personally. So I was like, okay, I got to come up with something now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, knowing that I have COVID, I'm stuck at home. What can I do that is landscaping related if I'm stuck in the house and I don't know how that idea came to me. I mean, I own a VR headset and I guess I, I think I just looked at it for a second and it reminded me of the law, the lawn care simulation yeah, game that they yeah. have out. And I'm like, that's see, what if I can do something like that with VR and boom, there we go. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> it was hilarious. When I watched it, I was chuckling for a hot minute. Um, but that just goes to show, you know, like we all come from, you know, a little bit different backgrounds and, you know, some of us are formerly trained in marketing. Some of us aren't, but marketing is such a unique beast because it's really about being creative, right? You know, and it very much ties into being very much entrepreneurial. Um, you, know, you kind of have to think outside the box. You know, there's no real hard rules on what you can and can't do. Uh, you can choose to be funny. You can choose to be super professional. Uh, you can choose to be like a storyteller. You can choose to be um, just like highly relatable and highly personal. And we've seen all those work, right? And so like, I think uh, there's a guy named Ryan Pineda who is an entrepreneur and he crushes it in like Instagram marketing. There's there's a, if, if, if I pull up my Instagram accounts, if you follow him, he has videos after videos after videos and reels after reels after reels of just like, 15, 20, 30 second, like high value information snips online. And he's crushing it. He's doing real estate. He's doing a bunch of stuff. He's doing a podcast, starting selling businesses. And so, um, so yeah, like marketing is, there, there's just no hard, fast rules. You know, you, you kind of just pick a lane and, and you go after it. So, um, but I want to talk about today because we, cause we have the peer marketing team together. Um, when it comes to, using marketing in your business, um, who you pick to do that job really does affect how that job is going to go. Right. And so, uh, so I love to just kind of go around the room and do like, you know, how would you approach this kind of thing real quick? Uh, and this will speak to like our different, the different ways we think, but how we can come together as a team and come up with something. And so like for me, let's say, let's, let's just take trifecta landscaping as a, as a deal. And I'm cheating a little bit because I managed trifecta landscaping for a hot, for a, two and a half years. Um, when I think of like a landscaping company, uh, I think of, uh, what a lot, what a lot of homeowners think about, uh, like trades industries, specifically like construction landscaping. Uh, and that's that, you know, it's a lower income job typically, not always, but it can be if you're just like one of the guys on the crew and there's kind of like a stigma of like just kind of ragtag somewhat unprofessionalism and, we really wanted to combat that. And so what do we do? You know, for, so for trifecta, uh, we wanted to look super sharp. So we wanted to have good, good looking uniforms. We'd make sure all the, all the guys wore the same uniforms. Um, we got all of our trailers wrapped. Um, we wanted to be super, super clear and professional in our communication. And so 
All of our language was the same throughout our contracts, emails, services, website. We wanted to make sure that the same message was being told all the time, that we wanted to be a professional landscaping company that you can trust that'll get the job done. And so uh, the way that I really implemented that for the time was um, we're going to portray ourselves as being the uber professional small landscape company. Because at the time I started, there was only about 10 or 12 guys, only about three or four crews, me, Alex, and then our manager, Travis. And so that's how we portrayed ourselves was we want to be uber professional, but that's not the only route we could have gone. Right. So, um, so Brett, I'm going to put you on the spot and just kind of, and this is not like you have to have like a super in-depth approach to this, but like with your skill set, how would you, um, if I'm the owner of trifecta landscaping, right. Mm-hmm. I said, I wanted to have a really professional landscaping company with your skill set. What would you suggest to promote the professionalism? All of my stuff goes to photo and video yeah. every time. Um, sit down talking heads a lot with, you're the owner of trifecta. You're going to be talking all the time or sit downs with the guys that are working, whatever, uh, on the job site, professional quality pictures. Cause if you want to be the professional group, you're going to have professional quality pictures with DSLR cameras, real cameras, not just an iPhone pictures and things like that. So graphics on the screens and text boxes, all kinds of stuff like that, but mostly videos and pictures. Yeah. Because then you get to tell a story of how professional you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Prof- video is like one of the, probably the king of content right now, especially since uh, TikTok and YouTube and Instagram have really started pushing vertical uh, short form video. You know? And so, and Facebook's not so far behind that because you can use stories on Facebook and all that kind of stuff now too. So yeah, video is huge. Yeah, if that's your skill set, that's what you bring to the table, right? So Logan, how about you? If, if I told you I want to have a super professional landscaping company, how would you like plan to market that? Yeah, similar to what Brett said. I mean, like, the, the photo and video quality is is definitely a, a huge part of that um, is how you're being seen um, on on the medium such as Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then one thing I could add to that is is probably PR. I mean, the the way that you the, the what your language is um, across the board. I mean, I'm talking t- to local clients versus, you know, the, the, the rest of the industry. On, on social media, your, your language should be congruent on, on every, on every Avenue. Yeah. Um, and that means like whatever flyers or promotions you're putting out for your local clients, whatever verbiage you're using there should replicate what you're doing on social media as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your common language is huge. You know, the last thing you want to do is confuse your clients because you're mixing up terms or words and, yeah, you want to make sure your language is totally clear all the time. Um, we did this practice when I was getting married. We were we were doing some like premarital counseling, so we got engaged. And we met with um, we met some pastors, and they just kind of like walked us through what the first year of marriage is going to look like, all this kind of stuff. And the, one of the first things we talked about was having common language, and this is really popular in business realms too. But if there's a salt and pepper shaker on the table, and I say, "Hey, Logan, can you pass me the salt?" and you hand me the pepper. And that's what I wanted. Someone else can be like, that's not, that's not what you asked for. No, it is. Cause our common language is that this is salt and that's all that matters. It's like, if our, if we can communicate clearly and our common language is the same, then we're being effective 
and it's the same reason why we repeat a lot of the same slogans all the time. You know, it's, it's the same reason why businesses have a slogan because they want to define themselves to their customers. And that one sentence slogan is how they define themselves, you know, um, and some do better than others. I think about McDonald's and it's like, what well, I'm loving it. And I'm like, I don't know of anybody who's just like, I really love McDonald's. You know, like there's probably some subliminal advertisement there of like, maybe if they hear it enough, they hear McDonald's and then they say to themselves, I'm loving it. Maybe they'll convince themselves that they love McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like ours, uh, you know, we're, anyway, um, ours at Pure Marketing is, you know, we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business. And that pushes us to, um, like we really do become part of your team so that you can just focus on the things that you need to focus on as a business owner and then lead the marketing to us. And so all of our systems and how we implement our way of doing things is built around taking weight off your shoulders when it comes to marketing and then we just handle it. And so once you get onboarded, you know, we manage your stuff, we manage your ads, we manage your, we can manage your social media, we can manage your website, you know, all the things that we would tag as a marketing medium, we try to take off your hands so you can focus purely on your business. And so kind of that same way. Spencer, if I was going to ask you to help me promote a professional landscaping company, what would be the skills that you bring to the table to, to help make that happen? Um, well, honestly, I, I think even more than some of like, uh, my creative prowess or, <laughs> or, uh, marketing ability, I, I think probably my personal biggest strength is, is just leadership. And so mm -hmm. one thing that comes to mind for me is, is just kind of communicating to either company I'm working with or, um, maybe one of our clients companies saying like, all right, you have to, it's not just about you, the owner that is making things look professional by buying the right uniforms or wrapping your trailers and stuff like that. It also comes down to your employees that are on the work site being professional. And so communicating, you know, the, the purpose, like narrating, why, why are we doing what we're doing? You know, what the impact is on our company and also on you as an employee, because if this company goes under, you know, you're not, you don't have a job. If we succeed, you succeed. Um, and also, um, you know, I, I think kind of communicating the, the importance of, uh, like a smile. So I had a, <laughs> I had a, uh, um, used to own a moving company. And one thing that we got more positive feedback on than anything, you know, it wasn't like what we wore or business cards or anything like that. It was our demeanor on the work site. And so, you know, mo moving people's stuff is, is kind of another thing where it's like, low income. You're not really making a ton of yeah. money. Like it's not pe people, I don't know, at least in, in my uh, experience, it's like, oh, they might steal something kind of thing. Yeah. I'm inviting these random strangers into my house to move all of my stuff into a truck and then drive away with it. Exactly. And so, um, we were just very, our whole thing was every single work site that we went on. It was, you know, t kind of talking each other up and making sure that, you know, Hey, we are all bringing this energy and, and being personable and, greeting the people and, you know, making sure that we're smiling and shaking hands and stuff like that. And not just being shady and kind of marching in and marching out with their stuff and being rude. And so, um, you know, that, that, um, like how we acted on in the field, I guess you'd say is really what drove more business for us and maybe anything. Yeah. You start getting those word of mouth referrals, you know, people like you. Um, and that's, that's a huge part of it too. You know, we, we talk, when we talk about marketing with our clients, we're like, you know, we can only help a good, a great service be better. Right. You know, but if you have a mediocre service or you have a mediocre demeanor, if your employees are, you know, 
cussing and ranting on the job and Mm -hmm. putting a bad taste in people's mouths. There's not a lot that you can bring back from that, you know? And so, um, yeah, all those skill sets, uh, culminate to a greater marketing strategy. So you have video photography skills, building common language and, and um, yeah, and common communication and then leadership, not only in marketing, but in your business, you know, part of our, part of how we do marketing is consulting business owners and consulting their management on uh, how to portray themselves, you know, cause it, cause not only do we have to help them come up with common language, but they have to reinforce that, that message as well. And so it's a two-way street. You know, we want to, we want to help what you're doing get out in front of everyone. You know, if you're the greatest carpenter in the world, it doesn't matter if no one knows you do it. But if you're an okay carpenter and everybody knows that, that's almost just as damaging, right? You don't want to be just okay. You want to be the best you can be. You want to be the most professional that you can be. And marketing is going to help push what's already there forward. You know, it is, there's a, there's a lot of like Logan, what you said with PR public relations is a lot of that is managing the risk factor of, um, when something does fall apart, how much can you come back from it Mm -hmm. and mitigate the damage done? And so we see that with celebrities all the time. We see that with high end business owners, you know, the CEO CNN stepped down not too recently. Um, but we see people with, you know, like sexual harassment scandals, we see public officials lose their office because of stuff like that. And there's always somebody in the middle trying to mitigate the damage being done by what they've already been doing. Right. And so that's why we consult on if you're, you know, we're only going to help your message or we're only going to help what you're already doing, get in front of people. If you want to become a stronger, better, more professional business, that's done in, in that's done in, inside your business, right? Mm-hmm. We can't mark, we can't market you as more professional than you are without ultimately it come crumbling down because people will sniff it out. Like if, if, if we do a really great job promoting you and then you invite someone in your house to move all your stuff out, right. you know, mover. And if we promote you as being, you know, super nice, super friendly, super professional, and then all the guys show up in tattered jeans and, you know, wife beater shirts, it's like, well, what, what's the disconnect here? Well, the website said one thing, but the service said another, you know, and that disconnect will get you in trouble quickly. And so, um, but when you bring these skill sets together, if you have a good service, if you have a desire to be a professional company, if you have desire to build a professional brand, um, then having marketing skills on your side is going to help with that. And so, a lot of uh, a lot of business owners have asked us, you know, when we talked to them about coming on board. Well, I don't know, hire my own person. Well, that's fine. You can. The difference between hiring, you know, someone in house and hiring like an agency like us is exactly the conversation we're having. Is that we bring a multitude of skill sets to a table versus just one. So if I'm if I own Frank's Auto which we talked about in the last episode. We're going we're gonna to use Frank's Auto as our as our medium here. If I own Frank's Auto and I specialize in, let's say, European cars like BMWs and Volkswagens, um, and I want to get my social media, you know, really pushing for some high-end clients, then I can go hire a social media co- you know, coordinator. Okay, cool. That can do me a lot of good, right? I can start getting some social posts out, really nice pictures, and that can do a lot of good. But I'm still missing my Google optimization, I'm still missing my website working for me. I'm missing um, like online ads. I'm missing printed marketing. Uh, I'm missing how can I get my service in front of the local community 
through like car shows and that kind of thing. So like those, that's just a different skill set, right? You know, and a social media coordinator can, can think about those things, but are they capable and do they have the skill set to implement? Right. And so just from the conversations around this table, like let's say you hire a peer marketing to help you out. Well, I've got the social media stuff covered because Brett is a professional videographer and photographer. So all the photo and all the video needs and all the social media stuff is handled. And I got Logan, who's going to help me create common language. That's going to help me promote my business forward to um, get my email and web marketing going and make it all consistent. So I'm communicating the same message, getting out in front of, you know, lots of different people. And then I've got Spencer, who's going to help me like refine my team building and make sure my interior culture is correct. My interior culture reflects that of the marketing that I'm doing so that it's all cohesive. Right. And I can, and we can do that at a fraction of the cost of hiring a full-time marketing person. And then you also have to supply them with equipment. So if you get to buy them a computer, you have to buy them a camera, you have to buy microphones, you know, just cameras and microphones can cost you five figures pretty quickly. And so you, you have all these, those <laughs> 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 are banging the table over there in agreement. Um, but that's, but that's the value of bringing in, you know, a marketing agency, you know, is that you have this plethora of skill sets that culminate to a cohesive and full marketing strategy. Right. So what do you guys think about that? Like, do y'all see the value of like having one person versus four or five? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, my brother has this, uh, advertising book. It's, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but, uh, um, it's basically like the advertising Bible is what the term that he uses about it. Uh, and the big thing the guy says is you need to have knowledge in every single area that of your company and of uh, your marketing to be able to succeed. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you're, you're only, you know, pushing into one point or two points instead of, you know, five areas to be able to grow your business. And so, yeah, we um, see it all the time with like the online influencer marketing, right? Like they might have 5 million people following on Instagram and then 5,000 on Facebook and then like 8,000 on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So really the only thing they have going for them is Instagram. And that can, that works great, but it's still like a, it's a, it's a tight demographic, right? Cause you haven't hit older folks. You haven't hit people not on Instagram. It's also a super international community. So it works great for like e-commerce, but it doesn't work great for like local services and trades. And so like, sure you can be like, Hey, post this on your social media for here's, you know, 300 bucks, but that's, it's going to be so widespread that you're really missing your target. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, bringing these skill sets together is, you know, really what we're here to do, right? And the this is this is what I really want to talk about for a minute is I think the most fun that I have here other than goofing in the office from, you know, every once in a while. Recording uh, the occasion. Recording podcast, podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um as we get to talk to clients and talk to new companies, uh it's an interesting uh part of this business that we get to be on everybody's team. You know, it's kind of fun being a company where we think about our, um, like our business finances second, and we get to think about our clients' goals first. You know, and so I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's looking to get his website amped up. He's been in business a couple of years, has never done any marketing. And we chatted on the phone for about 30 minutes. And he was like, man, I really don't know anything about this. I'm just trying to go from 
doing this thing part-time to leaving my other job and doing it full-time. And he kind of, he told me his budget and obviously he had a small budget because he was, you know, just doing it on the side. And I was like, Hey man, probably investing a ton of money into paid marketing is probably not the best, best next step for you. Uh, I think the best next step for you is probably get you a website that really works for you. Cause he was using like a Google, my business kind of thing. Um, you get a free, like little, like kind of landing page, uh, with your Google, my business account. And, uh, it's a good placeholder, but it's not going to give you the SEO the search engine optimization and the ad, and the Google placement, uh, to really drive your business forward. And some people get lucky, but for the most part, it's going to get buried under, you know, ad placement and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know, I don't think you need to spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars marketing this year. I think you need to spend probably three or four grand getting a really nice website built for yourself, and let's see what goes from there. And just make we'll make this a long term conversation. You know, we'll see how how we're doing in eight nine months, and go from there. And by the end of that conversation, he was like thrilled. He was like, "Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Send me, you know, send me your portfolio. I'll look over it, chat with the wife, and we'll make something happen." So. He's probably going to come on and spend, you know, three, four thousand dollars on a website. And is that necessarily like the best move for us? Like we could have upsold him, right? We'd be like, hell no, man, you really need to put some money in some Google ads and we really need to manage your, you know, your Google pages and we really need to put some money into your Facebook and you probably need to, you know, fly us out to you so we can do some, you know, talking head videos for your website and get, you know, spend three days there taking photos of everything that you do and da, da, da. That guy can't afford that, right? But could I convince him to do that? Probably to some degree, you know, I probably could have overdone it and met him in the middle somewhere, but that's not what's best for his business. You know, if he's making hundred thousand dollars a year on the side and he's only keeping maybe, you know, 30 or 40 of that, it doesn't make sense for him to spend 15, 20 grand on me coming out and taking a bunch of photos, but it does make sense for him to spend three or four grand on a nice website to hopefully generate him more leads than he's gotten on his own and really attack the organic marketing, right? We talk about like Facebook groups and that kind of stuff like that. All that stuff is there for free. Like if you can spend, you know, an hour a night posted on Facebook and Instagram just to, just to use what's free and available to you, then you can generate some leads. Now, there's a point where you tap out of your own realm of influence and you need to pay to go past it. But for that guy, it just wasn't there, you know? So we get to be on everybody's team. You know, we get to look out for them. We get to help guys get to their next step. Uh, we get to work with, you know, bigger companies that just want to go somewhere to the moon and we get to help them do that. And that's super fun. So, yeah. What, how do you guys feel about that? I really love being on everybody's team. Mm. We're professional referral people sometimes. Yeah. If they were problem solvers. Yes. If they don't know what to do, they call us and they ask us, hey, do we, we have a small business that's working up and building? We don't know what to do. We give them a short-term option that's not going to break the budget. Organic SEO is big. Yeah. Like, you can do a lot with that, but sometimes that's the best you can do for a while. And that's what that guy needed. Yeah. That's all he needed for the time being. Yeah. I personally like being able to go to sleep at night. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's a, there's, it means one thing to go to work and and do your job and do what you're supposed to do. But when you add that level of, you know, I'm here to help you and I want to help you it on the internal side, it, it makes you work harder and it, and mm. it, 
makes your job a lot easier and, and it makes it more fluid. I mean, like for instance, being able to work on Trifecta's team before I started marketing Trifecta's team was, was crucial to, to me, you know, getting onboarded and, and, and managing Trifecta's accounts because it gave me a relationship with all the people who work here, managers and the crews. And it taught me about the culture that they have, where they want to go, where, what goals that they, they have set for themselves. And even with the sponsors too, I mean, being a trifecta employee and, 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 and being able to, to get a sponsor, like nice job, plot, cycle, endurance, like all of those sponsors that we have, Ballard job or even they all make trifecta easier to operate. And that's something that like when I was on a crew, when I was leading a crew, I noticed this or this, you know, this thing that we didn't have that could have helped us. And knowing that now, you know, for let's use nice job, for instance, the fact that they can help you get more reviews, like two to three times more reviews. That is something that is extremely beneficial and it makes me want to do an amazing job for them because I know how much nice job makes a difference for a company, especially like trifecta. It makes a huge difference and it innately being on their team is, is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys don't know what nice job is, it's like, it's a reputation management software that we, we partner with here at pure marketing to really push Google reviews for home service trades and businesses. And it's amazing that people over there do amazing work. They love and care about the people that they serve. Um, they love and care about us, you know, just as business partners. And so they're incredible people. Same way with Jobber. You know, we've talked about Jobber a lot and they're just, you know, super generous, super loving people who care about uh, entrepreneurs and making their lives easier. And so, you know, in the same way that, you know, they're on our team, we're on their team. And that's kind of the culture that we carried in the pure marketing when we started it, if we want to be on everybody's team. And so it's just a really cool place to be. Guys, we're going to start to wrap this up. But if this whole conversation of marketing is, it feels like a lot or feels like a, like a scary zone, please reach out to us. We would love just to get you a free consultation and see where we can help you go. Um, even if it's just a consultation, you know, we're going to give you something that you can take home and uh, just like this podcast, something that you can implement today uh, and better your business. So guys, I'm Chris Hollis. I'm the producer of the Down to Business podcast. Thanks to Brett and Logan and Spencer for joining us today. We had a great time. So Alex will be back on Monday with a new or on Friday with a new episode and we will see you guys later. 